High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Well, as always on a Wednesday, I talk to the marketing manager of Debray, Susan Walsh, and we uh, talk about different genres or authors or whatever. Susan, welcome to the programme. What have you chosen today? Today, because Halloween is around the corner, we thought we would talk about our favourite horror books. Those fantastic great books that really hook you in slowly and terrify you out of your wits I don't think there's a thrill quite like it I know it's not your favourite genre George but trust me they're great (laughs) well I do trust you so I've never read a horror book a horror comic watched a horror movie uh, so I I just don't so I'm perfectly happy however to be the conduit to you talking about books the first book I can see in front of you is your man Stephen King who has a lot to be blamed for. What's he doing now? Absolutely. Well, I mean, he is still writing books, one after the other. Every year he's got the new blockbuster. Um, for this, for today's show, because of the recent uh, research appearance of all these freaky clowns, um, it reminded me of one of my favourite Stephen King's books, which is It. Um, uh, and It is set in a small, seemingly quiet, pretty town, but... It is lurking in the storm drains and the sewers off. Um, and only the children, of course, are completely aware that it's there and the horrible horror and the evil that it represents. And every so often it reaches up, seizing, killing, tearing. This is a creature straight out of your nightmares. Mm. And, y- you know, you won't easily forget it. <laughs> All right. This guy is, of course, the horror specialist. How many books has he written? Well, to date, I believe, is 54 different novels. Now, they're across a few different genres, but he's really well best known for his horror books. Okay. I mean, he's just the master of suspense. All right. That's uh, Stephen King. Um, he writes a lot in New England, Susan. I've lived in New England and if I'd known they were in the storm drains I wouldn't have gone to New England but I, let me say this yeah. that there's a movie Alien which I'm sure you've seen where the alien comes out of the fella's chest I was so frightened by that that I watched the movie backwards right I went to the end and then reversed uh, fast backwards so that I could see what happened but looked at it backwards I can understand a way to deal with the fear but you missed a great story this is like reading the last chapter of the book you can't do that um, that's Stephen King and then who's presumably written more books in the Bible. He's bigger than Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Um, you have a fella called Joe Hill. I know nothing about him. Well, Joe Hill is better known. Uh, well, it's his pseudonym. He's actually Joe King. He's Stephen King's son. Um, and he's. But that's not the only reason I wanted to talk about him today was because he's actually just one of my favourite authors. He's only got, a, he's got five novels, I think, now off the top of my head. But when I started thinking about the books that... Scared the bejesus out of me, basically. Um, there's one book called Not For R2, written a bit like a car registration. And it's just... Why, the N-O-S-4? Four. four or two. Now, it, there, there was a silent movie, I think, called Nosferatu, I think. There was this expert listening to the programme that will tell me on 53106 with a text message, but I think there was a silent movie. Um, so this is Joe Hill's son of... Now, I don't know any other father and son novelists, although I was interested to see that Cecilia Hearn is up for the Irish Book Awards. She you is, know. She's actually up for two awards. Really? Uh, young adult and in her, and her new fiction novel, Learbird. 
which wouldn't qualify really for the horror classification, okay. but a great story. <laughs> and is Bertie up? Because there's a father and daughter combo. He wrote a book as well. He did, but not this year, so he wouldn't be eligible for this year's awards. But I'm, and of sure, course I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah, of course, he didn't sell any either. But anyway, so that's uh, the the Joe Hill guy. Yeah. Now, so, what's yeah. this one? Um, it's it's. Uh, I I'm looking at the headline. What book is that you've got next? The John Connolly book. Yeah, yeah. See, I know we book. always end up talking about John Connolly, but he's just so talented. I can't. You well, know. Uh, the reason I see I have to yeah. read your books upside down when they're in front of you, yeah. and I saw the Connolly book, but but there's so many Connollys. There's your man Michael Connolly. Now John Connolly is interesting because when I read John Connolly, he's talking about a kind of private eye or a cop or something, isn't yeah. he? He's best known for his Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker, yeah. yeah. And they're great. They're crime, but he does like to introduce an element of the supernatural and the horror. And, I mean, John Connolly can write a great baddie. He will, it will be the stuff of your nightmares. But when he's allowed to actually go into other realms almost, um, he really comes to life. Now, Um, he's heard about the coffee in Dubray and Grafton Street, which I consume (laughs) every Wednesday. He's coming in on Sunday for a coffee. He is coming in on Sunday. We're celebrating, he's celebrating the 10th anniversary of one of his great spooky stories, which is not a stand, it's a standalone it's not a Charlie Parker it's called The Book of Lost Things and it's been 10 years since it was published and it was originally written for YA but the anorexia amongst us will be all back in to get the lovely hardback edition No he's an American edition. is he? No he's Irish but he does set his books in America um, oh, The Book of Lost Things is a great book now, he's going to be in the cafe at 3 o'clock on Sunday so if you right. want to hear a spooky story live no better Alright well make sure that you tell him that I think the coffee is great I will give in him Dubai. a coffee on the house in, I think. Yeah, <laughs> in Dubai and Street, John yeah. Connolly. He yeah. used to work for the Irish Times, I think. Uh, he could do. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He, he's making a few, a bit more money now writing books. Well, he's finally, very good at it. Finally, you appear to have pulled a book off your shelves that's been there for about 50 years. Looks like a very old yeah, book. Yeah, this is, um, when I did a little recce around the staff last week about the scariest book that they've ever read, many of them came back and said, The Woman in Black by Susan Hill. And this is packaged, and you'd almost think it was this Victorian classic that was written in the Times of Jane Austen. But it's relatively recent but the writing and the setting and it's a great plot and beautifully written as well um, but it is a ghost story and yeah, one the, of a terrifying ghost story yeah. I'll say the publisher has because of that he's it, this is why it looks like as if it's a Victorian novel because he's packaged it that way very cleverly really isn't that yeah, right yeah you think it's almost safe and what's his name's <laughs> name uh, Susan Hill so the woman in black. A lot of people will have seen the movie, of course, um, starring Daniel Radcliffe, which is actually terrifying as well. All right. But now the Irish Book yeah. Awards. Um, when are they? The shortlists of the Irish Book Awards were announced yesterday. And congratulations to all the authors. We were down at the Borgosh Energy Theatre and it was a setting like you couldn't imagine. All the best of the Irish authors were all there all together. Right. It was Try great. and get me an invitation, will you? Because my good pal Paul Howard is up twice He's for up twice. Ross O'Carroll Kelly and his uh, his lifetime work his magnus opus on Tara Brown which he spent 10 years writing Absolutely. is up which is fantastic Jilly Cooper the great Jilly Cooper's coming over uh, for Lifetime Achievement well, we know Award. you're a big fan of Jilly Cooper oh, but so we pa- have to introduce that I, I think I would almost <laughs> describe Jilly Cooper as a pal 
so, yeah. Does so, she know that, yeah? <laughs> well, I hope the Irish Book Awards know it because, of course, they had me uh, with Geoffrey Archer last year. I'd happily introduced Ginny Cooper if only they'd ask me, but I'm sure well, they Well, they definitely should. I think I would All agree right. with that. Susan Walsh, Marketing Manager at Dubray Books. We'll be back ne- next Wednesday with more of Hook's Books.